0: everyone uh you are currently listening to palsies with palsies i am the palsy rebecca mitts and i'm the palsy justin hancock how you doing rebecca i am doing all right how are you doing justin
1: i am good i am excited about this maiden podcast voyage i maybe be a little too amped up so you may have to like tranquilize me halfway through the show. I don't know. We'll see how this goes.
0: (laughs) Well, seeing as how we're on Zoom, I probably will not be able to do that, so we'll I'll attempt to send someone over there to tranquilize you halfway through, I think. That may be the best way we're going to have to do that.
1: Text my wife. Have her come and hit me with a a wildly hard hammer. I don't know. Uh We'll we'll find some way to do it. No, I'm really uh, thrilled to be here and have an opportunity to do this. I know you and I have been uh, applauding a show like this for a while and uh we really want this to be a show about community good conversation and with just a little bit of disability sprinkled in
0: well if it's well, only maybe- a little if it's only a little then the conversation topic that i have brought today <laughs> will <laughs> maybe be overwhelming
1: Folks might know from said conversation topic that those things are gonna be reversed, a little bit of community, a whole lot of friendship, and maybe a whole lot of disability, so we'll see
0: how this works. You know, just a whole lot of everything, I think.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's a good moniker for our entire relationship, is a whole lot.
0: Yes, um, so we are basically going to each podcast bring one or two conversation topics and talk about them. Maybe only one because Justin and I have a tendency to uh, be a lot and (laughs) talk a lot between the two of us. So I think we'll see how this one goes and we'll decide if uh, one conversation uh, can fit into one podcast or if uh, two conversations can happen. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I mean, people might be wondering, why am I listening to this show? Why am I listening to these people? Why are these people listening to each other? And um, I would describe us both as regular and consistent consumers of podcasts. Yes. We lived in community. We were roommates. um, And really grew to be deep friends in the time that we were living in a community in Dallas together. And we just love talking about interesting things and bringing our faith and our individual experiences to the table. And we wanted to invite, um, invite friends into our, wild way of thinking so we hope that we hope this show does that
0: yes so do we want to go ahead and get started and see where the time takes us
1: indeed so rebecca i I think when we were plotting the show out for this first time you have brought the topic today what did you bring to us
0: well so we're starting off heavy well we'll see Um, so for those, uh, this is not necessarily super recent news, but, um, definitely semi recently, um, there was a movie that was remade and came out a movie called witches starring, um, Oh my God. Her name had Anne Hathaway. I can't believe I didn't remember. Anne Hathaway, yeah. Anne Hathaway as the leading villain in this film. Uh, It's is a remake of a movie from several several years ago, The Witches from our childhood, which was actually a movie based on a book by Roald Dahl, um, caught by the same title. Basic premise: uh, kid and his grandma go to a hotel there, not realizing that there's gonna be a giant coven of witches there that hate kids. And so they get, it's a, you know, the whole story is the kid trying to defeat these witches and the witches trying to get the kids. That's it. Full disclosure, I did not read the book, did not see the original movie because I was too freaked out by the cover as a kid <laughs> and have not seen yes. this latest one.
1: I'm not the biggest role the role fan. Did not read the book as a kid. I do have vivid memories of the first movie. Scared the hell out of me as a child. Uh-huh. Um, Angelica he was the lead in the first movie. Great actress. Terrified of the movie. Uh, had not watched the remake because I was so terrified as a child but uh-huh. as I as I recall as we were talking about this show what we're going to discuss today is not featured in the original film is that correct
0: yes so um, so what we're gonna talk about just straight up front um, they made a choice in the new witches movie um, to So there's a transformation sequence when the witches basically go from looking like uh, women, just regular human women that you see day to day and they take off wigs and they, you know, they turn into kind of horrific-y monsters that are completely bald, have witchy faces and just look spooky and they have like a giant toe or whatever, I think. Um, And so in the original... They have five fingers, but they look like kind of claws, you know, In this new one, they decided for, in that transformation scene, and that when all the witches, I think in particular Anne Hathaway's character, the main witch, when she removes her gloves, she only has three fingers. two, uh, Two fingers, one thumb. This got some, a fair amount of backlash by the disability community.
1: Don't say.
0: No. So in the original book, they have claw-like hands. And in the original movie, they just had claw-like hands. They did not do two fingers and a thumb. The backlash from the disability community, very specifically from people of, I'll use the term that they use for themselves, it seems, is upper limb or limb difference community. And there was a lot of people in that community and family members of that, of people who have that, in that community having some backlash against this because what that is called in the community is a split hand, meaning you are born with uh, only two or three fingers and you're not, uh, all your fingers do not get um, fully developed when in the womb and then you're born. And so you have a split hand, that's what it's called. Basically your fingers fuse together. So there's backlash in that community I'll read uh, one tweet um, that says, disappointed in the new Warner Brothers film, The Witches, myself is a huge advocate of celebrating differences and especially limb differences. It's not unusual for surgeons to try and build hands like this for children and adults with certain limb differences. And it's upsetting uh, to something that makes a person different being represented as something scary. Yes, I'm fully aware that in the film, that this is a film, And these are witches, but witches are essentially monsters. My fear is that children will watch the film unaware that it massively exaggerates the rolled doll original and that limb differences begin to be feared. This opens up all different conversations for those who with limb differences and sets back what we are trying to achieve, which is to celebrate who you are. And that is, that was written by reach charity one on Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. and there was there's a lot of other reactions very similar you know from uh paralytic games limb difference is not scary differences should be celebrated and disability has to be normalized and it's all just talking about you know this depiction of limb differences in particular with a character that is very clearly the villain and the reason they gave her that particular style or that that those particular limbs was to make her look less human. Mm -hmm. So before I move on to other thoughts on this, Justin, um, as you are yourself a disability advocate, you have described yourself as such. So what are your kind of thoughts on this?
1: Well, just so people know, I mean, I think it's clear from the title that we as friends don't take ourselves entirely seriously.
0: Not entirely.
1: (laughs) Indeed. It's also clear from the title that uh, the reason we are palsies with palsies is I do have and do um, express cerebral palsy um, in my physical embodiment. uh, And I'm both a uh Christian minister and a disability advocate and activist. This does hit close to home because it's about being a part of a group that doesn't often get to see themselves on screen in any role. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, overly romanticized or try over uh dramatized towards tragedy or some sort of in this case horrific situation and as i recall when you actually brought this story to uh lisa my wife and i um, you got some pretty strong pushback on uh twitter from engaging in this conversation as an ally uh, is that am i remembering that correctly well
0: so i saw backlash happening i thought yeah of course there would be pushback i think especially when it is deviating from original material i think especially after living with you and lisa and really being more being made more aware of my own ignorances as an able-bodied person and also just being a lot more aware of, hey, (laughs) there's a whole community of people out here and in that community there is even so much diversity within the disability community. So
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: And so then I started then seeing people react on Facebook to like, you know, one of those articles, it's like, hey, the, they apologize for this to the disability community. And Mm -hmm. so many people on there were reacting with just such a lack of compassion for people in the disability community. But then also such a like, it's just a movie, just saying stuff like, it's just a movie or... (laughs) don't look up aliens or like oh my god like you know my kids are smart enough to know that this isn't real life or whatever and it's like first of all no one is talking about how smart your kids are karen no one's talking (laughs) like no one is saying that your kids are stupid or that you're a bad mother like they just people are just immediately jumping to this like it's just a movie who cares note most of these people are, first of all, white. Probably, I, I'm i not going to make huge assumptions, but potentially straight heterosexual who are in heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. or pursue them uh, are probably able-bodied, first of all, because... And so you have all these people who always see themselves in movies, always see themselves yeah. represented in just a movie like all the time they can be the hero the villain the sidekick the love interest the the you know the side character they see themselves in every single almost every single role all the time
1: yeah and <sighs> i would i can even a couple of months after the initial experience i can still see you. Uh, Listeners, the angst that is coming off of my friend and co-host is visible over my Zoom connection, and I think actually coming off in little squiggly lines through the phone.
0: Yes, and so I'm not going to read exactly what I posted, because I think if I just sat here and wrote my essay that I wrote on this Facebook post (laughs) in a moment of like where I just saw red... So I'm I'm basically, I'll just, by premise, I'll give my first sentence, which is just the backlash is coming from people who have disabilities, not because they are quote unquote offended, but because the choice to make the main villain in a kid's movie to have a quote unquote split hand was made to make her look less human. There's not another character in the movie that also has a limb difference to balance out the view that she, an inhuman creature who does evil things for evil's sake, is scary and her hands are a part of that. So anyway, I... And so I said my thing. The response that me, me, just a white, able-bodied, by all appearances anyway, person to this post. Yes. Someone replies, she wasn't human. She was a witch and her split hand was a claw. No. (laughs) You're missing the... Anyway, next one, better not Better not Google aliens, laugh emoji. And then, uh, been more villains with five fingers. In most movies, the villains don't have disabilities. So why is it a big deal if this one, and in this one, they do. And then, uh, where's the backlash for American Please. Horror Story? Because in an American Horror Freak Show for people, that particular season focused predominantly on a carnival of a freak show, in which case there's several people with various disabilities that at the time were put on as freaks and one of those characters has a limb difference that make his hands look different and so she posted a gif of him and then why don't <laughs> this is my favorite one by the way I told Justin this <laughs> why don't you work out instead of writing nonsense and boring everyone to death asking for a friend which i was like what <laughs> thanks i get like okay uh Great argument. Love that.
1: <laughs> and Thanks, I mean
0: Steve. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a flawed argument because you can make that case for every character in every movie. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are making that case here. <laughs> we should do better.
1: That's my point.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's, and then I wrote an even longer post. <laughs> Let me tell you, Justin, the fire... The spirit compelled me, and I wrote an even longer post, which I will not recite here. I'm so, I bring this forward because it's not even just that movie execs decided that was a good idea, first of all, for this character. It was then you have a community, a marginalized community, that is already pushed aside not seen not seeing themselves in movies or if they do it's like an after you which spoilers could have been a great film or book at the end you know what's better than being disabled deaf like uh, ah yeah. <laughs> you know so you see this thing of where every everything in media not everything speechless is a great TV show people should watch it and I think so... justice <laughs> you have to talk now you have to talk now i'm so i'm getting so frustrated and i need your voice to you do it you go now you do it now
1: so i'm gonna let you go over there and give a drink of water mm-hmm. and maybe something harder i don't know just squeeze my stress ball <laughs> cool off just mad. um so this Sort of hits me in a couple of places because not only am I a disability advocate and activist, I'm also a movie buff. I love going to the movies. I love cinema and film of all sorts, of all kinds. So I am usually the guy that is willing to give you the, it's just a movie, you know, we, we can kind of chill and calm down. But I think what what offends me or raises my eyebrows even more than the situation itself is the response to mm. the uh, the apology. Because the truth is that this is a phenomenon that goes back millennia of persons with disabilities and physical difference, having their disability embody some sort of evil or some sort of brokenness or some sort of abnormality within a plot or a film or a play. I mean you can go back to Oedipus and the, the blindness. You can go back to Shakespeare and look at Richard the Third. Mm. The hump in his back is sort of symbolic of the malformation of the kingdom and the british state and on and on and on and on and all it's been happening to us for generations and just recently are we getting to see uh, persons with disabilities appear in films as background and not as the main focus, just out in public, and are we getting to see persons with disabilities appear in film and TV like Speechless um, and others that disability is not framed as tragedy or, you know, a lack of something. But way too often when disability comes up in film or media, it is the thing to be overcome or it is the the pivot point on which everything rests or on which everything turns or in this case on which all of the the evilness or the deformity so to speak shows the the monster nature of the uh of the witches. And let's not even get into the fact that growing up, going to summer camps at Texas Lions Camp, a camp for folks with disabilities. I had friends and counselors with a limb difference that was this, that was this um, incomplete hand. Uh, And they got they got along just fine, and it's a part of who they are. And yes, they had struggles that result from it, but they're completely lovely people. And the the one quote that you did share with me, Rebecca, that I want to spend some time, yes, mocking, <laughs> is the uh, the quote about don't don't watch films about aliens. Yeah. Cause you just want to go, look, jackass. <laughs> we're not talking about
0: we're not talking about xenomorphs. Right. We look at we that is not the xenomorph is clearly an alien. Like we are not. It's like it's very clearly an alien. It's not. You know, what makes it other is it's a fucking alien. <laughs> like, you know, we're not looking at their hands. We're not looking at their, you know, I guess you could go if this not, we don't have the time, but I guess, yes, we could go into this very long exploring thing of like, yes, obviously like we could talk about how we view aliens as different because yeah, sometimes we depict them with different number of limbs or, Fingers and all this other stuff, but like we're talking about in this case, a character that by all when you look at her, she looks human, mm-hmm. and we have decided the thing that makes her evil physically for us to clock her as a, if we want to use that term, clock her as evil is she don't she don't have the same number of fingers. She doesn't have five fingers. Yeah. and her mouth is too wide. I don't know. I mean, that's a choice, too. But, like, that's a big reveal, like, removing the gloves, like, look at me! I don't have as many fingers! Isn't that spooky? Yeah, it's like, no! (laughs) People have that, and kids are mean as fuck! Can be. They can be so sweet. They can be such a pure force of I don't care, but if they are constantly shown in their life and in the media that they surround themselves with that the only people that look different than them are the monsters then they see somebody another child in their class they see someone else out on a playground that has a limb difference that doesn't look like them whose head is bigger than theirs who has you know their face looks different than theirs they're going to potentially say some mean stuff. And I mean, I had, when I babysat my cousin and he was two at the time, two or three, and we went to Chick-fil-A and there was a little boy there and he's in the playground. There was a little boy there and his head was noticeably bigger than other children his age there, but he was also probably about two. I don't know what that condition is, but it like just noticeably, a head that did not look like my little cousin's head. And I remember him running to me and saying, oh, he's scary. Because he's two and he's three and he doesn't. So I remember looking and said, I said, he's not scary. He's different than you. His head is different than you, but he's here to play. Do you see how he's playing with those boys over there? He's playing. He's not scary. And Luke was like, Okay. And he kind
1: yeah. of went about his business. And I think the the main the difference for me as someone that loves to read and loves pop culture mm-hmm. and loves film and art is it didn't need to be there. Like
0: you right. made a
1: <laughs> deliberate choice. I mean, let's if we want to get real weird and real <laughs> sideways, let's do it drinking game and look at the weirdness in Roald Dahl's life so if he didn't put it in the original uh, material you made a deliberate choice and you pivoted off of the difference and that's Mm -hmm. what I find uh, most unnerving.
0: Mm. What makes it unnerving for you?
1: Because it just seems like a simple fight to avoid like Mm. it's fear and that's the wrong way of saying it like a simple fight to avoid is the wrong way of saying it it was a choice that didn't need to be made there are are, within the fiction of the source material there are 24, 25 different pivots that you could have honed in on to express the the uh, monster aspect of the witch. And going back to my favorite hobby horse of this conversation as we begin to uh, wrap up, when I'm watching Alien, I don't go, oh, no, Ridley, don't shoot Steven. No. <laughs> so if you're going to you know, E.T. is not a xenomorph, is not a witch. So let's not make a a blanket comparison and and then just get all huffy because people who actually live with uh, this sort of physical condition find this disturbing that they are uh, depicted in this way.
0: Well, and on top of that, thinking that these people that are saying, "Hey, don't like how this is depicted in this film," because I, as you know, not saying me, but me speaking as this person, as somebody that has a limb difference, know how film and movies have affected the way that people treat me and talk to me. Yeah, that, that somehow this gr- this this group of scholars in the Facebook. <laughs> comment section knows better about the limb difference in disability community and experience than they do which I'm, that's a a whole can of worms that we could talk like saying like (laughs) no, they don't know what they're talking about, this is just a movie, this is they don't know anything like it's such a arrogant, uncompassionate way to view what happened.
1: They're being politically correct or oversensitive or you know choose your adjective um so i have a question as as an ally or what we like to call now in the disability community and it will suit you quite well i think uh, as a (laughs) co-conspirator wink wink nudge nudge yeah uh what did you what did you learn from reflecting on and being in this experience that you'll kind of carry forward with you?
0: Um, I was, and I talked to your wife, Lisa, who is a disability theologian, this feeling of there's no way that me in a Facebook comment section is going to ultimately change the minds of strangers no matter how well formulated and how thoughtful my comment is, I'm always going to get, you should work, out," (laughs) you know, or gif emoji or whatever. Um, But that doesn't mean that if I feel called to it and if I have the energy for it, In part because ultimately I am not affected by the fact that the witches movie decided to give somebody a limb difference to show that she was a monster. But I, but I know that there are people that are affected by it. And if I have the energy to say, Hey, this, you shouldn't be assholes. (laughs) Hey, knock it off. (laughs) This is important. Then I should do that because I can take it. (laughs) basically um i don't have to do that for everything because again if someone else who has a limb difference says hey you need to shut up so i can talk i'm listen i will fall into line i will fall into rank and shut up but sometimes yeah i'm i'm willing to have full blown conversations and arguments and discussions and i'm much more likely to um have a productive conversation with somebody that I know and care about, who might think differently than me.
1: Sure. And, you know, I think that's that's really uh, something that we want this show to be, is a forum for good, um, maybe slightly comic, or (laughs) in this case, relevant and passionate conversation Uh, but we're really trying to just be two friends who are aware of what's going on in the world around them and doing our best to put a little bit more kindness awareness and compassion into the world and uh, I want our listeners to know that there will be times when I come to the table with twice the passion that Rebecca brought today, and obviously we've seen that Rebecca can bring the heat when it's needed.
0: I will fight in Facebook uh, comment sections for you.
1: <laughs> which, which boy?
0: That's a whole.
1: That's a whole series of shows. But we really hope that this conversation sparks something in somebody that's listening. And maybe you don't go and pick a fight with somebody who makes an asinine comment about persons with disabilities on Facebook, but maybe you're a little bit more aware and kind as you, go through the world and that's that's enough for us that's right so rebecca as we conclude this first palsies with palsies uh, exploration anything you want to to leave the good people with before we make our exit
0: um i think i would say think about if a group or anybody stands up and says "Hey." From my experience, this is bad or this hurts people. Why don't you think about why maybe they're saying that? And how, even (laughs) if it doesn't affect you shockingly, some things that don't affect you affect other people. (laughs)
1: That's
0: (laughs) Shocking, but it's true.
1: It is true
0: let's say our ending line justin (laughs) i am still the palsy
1: and i am still the palsy and we thank you so much for joining us and remember folks just put a little kindness out into the world this week thanks guys Bye bye bye